Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Ghostman Radio Station. Today I'm talking to Martin Squires. Well, why is Martin done? He's been lots of things, but currently he is a volunteer DJ for Pyrrhon Radio. So, Martin, how did you get into Pyrrhon Radio? Into Pyrrhon Radio? I saw an advert for a presenter for a previous radio station in the Butte area, which I applied for, or replied to. And about three months later, I had a reply and I joined that particular station, which went on air and I was doing drive time for that two and three until six for about two and a half months. Then for various reasons that closed down and we, all the presenters sort of packed up and then we had a little meeting at the pub in Hoffel one night. We decided to open our own, which then became Perrin Radio. And obviously, Capirin being a community radio, it obviously goes beyond Butte as such. Because people were obviously, when they hear the word community, they only think it's just Butte and Butte only. But obviously, you know there's more to that. The community bit comes within the Charities Act. It's the Butte Community Radio Station. Community-wise, we mean anybody in Cornwall, Anybody who is Cornish and is left and could be anywhere in the world want to have memories of Cornwall brought back to them or contact friends and relatives, which we can play requests and dedications for on their behalf. And obviously you've got a varied selection of DJs and shows. Now, um, which which one started the, the, the station off as such? Let's say the first sort of show. I can't honestly remember that. I know I was on from day one. I suppose the first show, we were playing around with it before it officially went on air and I was doing some unofficial broadcast just to make sure it worked. Then Tim did some and Colin did some and Graham did some. I think we were the five. Oh, Lottie was there as well at that stage. And between the five of us, I think we all more or less were going from day one. 
And obviously people don't realise how varied your background is. I mean, you've been lots and lots of things. Can you just sort of describe people lots of things that you've been? How long have you got? (laughs) (laughs) I started off as a farmer. But my interest in music started when I was about five years old. My mother made me take, much against my will, piano lessons, which when I went to a secondary school, I uh, fortunately was able to stop. But then I had the chance to take organ lessons, the church organ, in which I did and went on and played that. And after a while, I went to college up in Kent and I had the opportunity, great opportunity then, as having organ lessons at Canterbury Cathedral, where I met my future wife, who was a chorister there, and uh, we actually had a free organist for the wedding, which was quite good. Then got into a certain local surf club, and they wanted some music for a New Year's Eve party, so we did a semi-disco thing, because I had speakers and uh, the records, and just developed from there to 1970, the first discos in the Bude area, were at Whitmouth Manor. And we went, did the summer there, and the summer after that. And then the rest is history. Retired from that in 1995. Did you enjoy your days as a DJ? I imagine back then it was a lot more, because people really don't realise, back then it wasn't the sophisticated world we got now. You didn't have a, a little stick to carry around did you you had a little bit more equipment than most people we had boxes and boxes of heavy records and lps but we did i mean that's the way it was we didn't know it there wasn't anything different anyway we had no we did a copy we set the trends i won't say the standards and um, there was nothing i say there was nothing for us to copy we i went up to london and got some flashy lights which looked a bit funny and a projector and a strobe it went from there. Oh, and UV tubes. We were like, the UV tubes could have showed up all the ladies' underwear. Did you, do you, what do you think of the now, the DJs of today? Do you think they got it easier or harder? I don't know. I've never done it. That. It's packed up in 1995. They certainly got it easier as far as equipment around is, but apart from Pleasing the audience, I don't know. I've had no experience of it. Now, obviously, when people say they want to get into community radio or any radio, they don't realise there's a lot more behind the scenes than people give credit, because I've found that out the hard way. But what advice would you give someone, just say, if they wanted to get into this kind of service, what, what, what would you tell them would be the best thing to do? have a lot of patience basically um contact somebody who is in it and find out get some stepping stones and advice on how to get into it there's many ways of doing it we do it our particular way which is not necessarily the best but it works for us um you need a very good computer or a very good laptop that is essential because you need the speed and then you need to connect to a server and then through that, you then set up web addresses and various apps that can play it for you. And obviously what people don't realise is when it comes to music, you can't just pop, go and take it off of YouTube. There's sometimes 
I have done in the past and got told off for it. I've been a naughty, naughty boy. Naughty boy. So, yeah, so, but I own up to that. But obviously you don't do that, please. You have to go to, obviously, official sites and that you t- or you get an old CD which you can exactly yes. copy and paste, sort of. I think as long as it's paid for you, and you physically own material, you're all right in right. that way. But you still have to pay royalties. There's two um, PPL and the PRS, I think they're known as. I might have got that wrong. But you, there are several rates, and depending on how many listeners you have, how much music you play in this country, in other countries it's different. But it's not unreasonable for what we do. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it can be a bit more or more or less, depending on the popularity of the song, obviously. I don't think that comes in, as far as we're con- I know, that doesn't come into it with so much per listener, virtually. Oh, that's interesting because, as I say, a lot of people don't realise. But the one thing that we have discussed when people moan before about, oh, we don't get many listeners, what they don't realise now is because of the world of VPNs, everything isn't registering anymore as it was. So I could be listening to this now in the future, and I be, could be doing it for a computer legally for a VPN, which is no not breaking the law or anything. It's a legal thing you can go and buy, um, but that won't register as such. If I'm listening to you, or I'm listening back to myself or other shows. On, I think we get the numbers from the server, which in our case is Radio.co. VPNs don't show at the time, but I think they come back. The next day you can see. And the numbers we take are the numbers that are registered on radio.co. They're the only numbers really we can give. Yeah, because that's more consistent. Yeah. Because it registers. Do you find it easier to have two ways of doing it? So, like, you've got the live, which can be difficult because obviously things can go wrong because I've done live radio before and it can go. I would swear, but I'm not going to. It could go very unusually up. Or you could go pre-recorded. Which way do you personally prefer? I firstly prefer to go the live or the semi-live way because doing the drive time and road reports and things like that, it's not live. It can be It's about a five-minute delay or as long as you like, and it's up to date. But unfortunately, there's so many things out of our control that it does make a bit of a mess of the broadcast sometimes. The our end can be okay, the other end can be okay, but we've got internet in between, which is totally beyond our control. Yes, I think you find that most shows, if you're doing it yourself, as I found out, certain day, certain times of day are peak, and mine is normally American times, because I seem to be more popular in America than I am in the UK, so my... My numbers go up when the American audience listens in. But yours would be the reverse. It'd be the UK audience listening in. Obviously, you have other people from across the world, of course, you know. But they don't, that might not register as much as, say, the UK one. You, you might, in the UK, would be like 90%. And if someone in Baltimore was yeah. listening, it would be like 1%. That's just so for an argument's sake. That's about right. We seem to find that the internet got gets worse late afternoon, early evenings. As, as 
fair enough. If people come home and switch on their streaming services, and of course, the, net, the internet can only cope with so much, and the downloads take the priority for people to watch their films, and the uploads are the ones that are cut back a bit and interrupt the feed to the server. Yeah, I found through working with you through um, Parent Radio how it's not as easy to do a voiceover as people presume it is because people just say, oh, all you've got to do is just talk. But you have to time it as well. You can't just go over the record as such. You can't just talk completely over radio. You, record. you have to sort of wait till it's near the end and then do the, hi, you've been listening to blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So do you find that that's what... With modern software, I find that easy because you can actually see on the screen the waveforms of the music and the voice and you can adjust it accordingly, which is one advantage of doing it, not exactly live, but at the, at a, with the delay, you can adjust things accordingly to fit in. Well, technically, like we've said before, nothing really is live. Though I'm recording this. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's live now. When people listen back, it's no longer live. So there, that, that's, that's the myth that people don't realize. The live is not live because the minute something's broadcast, it takes X amount of seconds or minutes to go from your house to via the internet, via the world, via back, back again through you. That's like a, say like a mic, it could be like two, three seconds delay, but that's not live. I found before when I was trying to do it live, because the server we send it to, is, I think is in this country, then it goes across the Atlantic and comes back again. It time it leaves my computer and is played back on the speaker is a twenty second delay. So doesn't it doesn't sound a lot, but you, you, you people, if you're listening to this now, just sit there for twenty seconds and just realise how long that is on radio. Yeah, I won't count to twenty, <laughs> but it's a long. 
the sound has a long way to, or the waveforms have a long way to travel. They go through many, many processes on the way. And sometimes it surprises me it ever works at all. Well, I do say the one thing for Pyrrhon Radio, that they do have a very good selection of different music. And I do like the fact that there's not one dominant gender as such. I mean, it's dedicated for everything, as, as far as I can see. I mean, you know, they've got all the different cater that people like to listen to. And I think that's important because, as you know yourself, if you're just listening to one thing, say you listen to gospel music all day, you're going to get fed up with it yes. eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I quite agree with you, Mark. Um, we, I think we cater for everything. We're all, there is no strict rules as to what we have to play. It's up to the individual presenter to use their own common sense. I try and play a bit of everything. Graham does a lot of the older vinyl records with his memories because he's got a terrific collection of that. And I also, back <coughs> Christmas time, I put on serious carols, I've music from cathedrals and things like that. And I've been known to play classical music occasionally as well because I do have a bit of a background of classical music. Well, well, not classical music, as I was told by my teacher many years ago, a music teacher, is the punk rock of its day. Absolutely. Mozart was the punk rocker of his day. Yes. Yeah, so if you ever read about Mozart, you'll know what a lively lad he was. <laughs> now, um, obviously, do you um, believe that eventually, through the power of what Pyramid Radio could do, do you think it could, in one way, do more towards the community by getting people, more people to put in requests and more people to say, oh, I've got this event next week. Could you promote this a bit more for me? Very much so. This is what we were originally set up for, the community side of it. And, and cha all charity events and things like that, we promote free of charge, no charge for anything like that. It's a business. We do make a small charge for that. If you want to have a request for somebody's birthday, wedding anniversary or anything like that, just get them to us and we will certainly do our very best to play them for you. I mean, it's like all radio stations. If you put it in with an advance notice. Yes. It? Yeah. Because yeah. obviously you have to go and find the song. You can't You can't just go, oh, there's the song. It's not like um, Radio 1 or Radio 2. It's on a tape somewhere. We, we, the, the Most of these presenters have to actually look it up on the internet well, and go on find the, it. On the big stations, they have servants who go and do it too. Minions, go and find that for me. Yeah. And bring me a cup of tea at the same time. Now, you said before, I'm, I'm going to point out your age, Martin, because I think it's important. A man of your age of over 80, do you find this stimulates you? Very much so. If I didn't do this, I'll just sit, I'll be sitting down, looking at the window, and oh, whoa! This keeps my brain active. My limbs get a bit sluggy and slow some days. Other days are better, but it certainly keeps my brain awake. Would do you think that's an important thing for people as they get older? Oh yes, very much so. The brain has to be kept active all the time. You see so many people of my age who've got nothing to do, and they just sit down and mope all day long, and Degenerate and degenerate. I like a challenge, I think is the right word for it. I know your wife is heavily involved in the chapel. Yes. And I, I heard you say before, obviously because the chapel is not as popular 
as it once was because obviously it was very much part of the community because it's the the food hub before you food hubs invented it was the closed store before closed stores were invented it's virtually everything before it was invented yeah weddings were arranged there and marriages were mixed up <laughs> i i may be saying because the community that most of the people that go there or get it i say the word getting older to be polite got older mark I'll yeah, be honest. yeah yeah do you think that in a, do you think that it will die off, or would you like to say that some way, someone we might listen to this, and we may get new blood of some sort? It would be nice to think so, but I think, quite honestly, the use what the chapels were originally intended for, that need has now gone and been taken over by government, basically. I mean, they were originally, as Mark, you said, the food hubs and the, they were the schools. I originally went to a chapel school, but no other schools much around. And everything, and they were the local hubs for charities for the poor working people. Church of England looked after the rich people back then. I mean, oh. A series Poldark made it very plain as, you know, you do your place and you did what well, you Well, yeah, that, that's very true. And also, what people don't realise is like Holesworthy. People look at Holesworthy and they say, oh, it hasn't changed a lot. But there has been change. Not not the fastest change like London or, say, up t- t- town. I mean, I wouldn't expect up the up country sort of change. But it has, it was gone from a, like a very thriving market. I hate to say this, and I'm not trying to be detrimental to the market, but it has gone downhill. It has changed a lot in my lifetime, because at one time it was the, I'll say the industrial centre of the area, and Bude was nothing back in the late 40s, early 50s. Hosley was the hub. Originally, the railway line stopped at Hosley, and to get from Hosley to Bude, you had to get on a carriage, which my one of my great-great-uncles used to drive, apparently. But Hosley... Was the, had the cattle market, and the trains used to come and take the cattle off to wherever and bring the other younger stock down into the area. And it, it was very much the centre of the area at the time, and businesses thrived in Hosley. And this is part of why the chapel congregation especially has fallen a lot, because all the businessmen who owned the local businesses used to come to the chapel and support it. They no longer exist, and support. therefore the support of the chapel has dwindled very much so. Well, I've, I've, asked, I've asked various times that um, and, um, Halsey moan and groan, because that's probably the best place to go, um, to say to various business, look, you know, why not come on my podcast and I'll just promote your business? You know, I don't mind what you do. You know, I'll just give you a free promo, but never got much back. Which is a bit of a shame in one way, because I think a freebie in this day and age is something not to be sniffed at. I quite agree with you, but I don't think really there are many businesses in Holsley who are in that sort of state. There, okay, there's the Coombs and the Butchers. There are two local, only two local businesses I can think of in Holsley, or the Locksmith as well. Yeah, they've uh, been there a very long time, haven't they? Um, the present. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Locksmiths, it hasn't. Coombs have been there for, yeah, 150 years. Perkins have been there, yeah, 
That's a long, long time. Yeah, they've changed the staff, obviously. Well, if you wonder why Amati um, knows so much about Holes of Ease, Holes of Ease sort of very much part of his life. My mother was born in the house up on the corner. We descend from, I'm, I'm a surname the Squire, but my mother was basically a Little John's and her family stretched back to Morwenstow in the mid 1600s in their graveyards out there. I think we've had connection. I don't think my family's lived more than 20 miles from Holsley the last five or 600 years. So to find a wife, I had to go to Kent. Well, that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> so that's his life. Now, what would you, if I said to you, what would your words of advice be if you saw a future self, your future self? Say you was your younger self, say that you were 20, that's what I'm going to say. That's a long, I know it's a long time ago, mine. Uh, what would you say if you could go back? What would things would you like to change if you could change it? I don't think I'd change very much. Looking back on it, one or two things I would have done that I did do, but I I better put that on the radio. No, but uh, apart from that, I don't think I would have changed about anything at all. Well, that's good. I think there's nothing wrong. With being content with your life, mm. I think so much emphasis in the younger age now is because of TikTok and YouTube and all the go-to social medias. People think you're going to be famous, like without mm. doing nothing. They don't realise you can work hard all your life and never get famous. What's wrong with not being famous? Exactly, there's not nothing. Being wrong. not famous, I get it right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, and I think that's the attitude. That's why I try to teach people. It's nothing wrong. It's like why how I started my podcast. I basically went, I'll just do it. Yeah. And I don't worry about numbers. I used to, but I've got beyond the stage now. Um, I think, uh, well, obviously we mentioned Peering Radio. Please go and listen to it. Very much so. Yeah, you I mean. every me radio or sinful radio. Yeah, if we don't, we'll get, we'll get um, told off by the boss. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Um, I know that's the conclusion of this um, interview, and I'd like to thank Martin for giving his time a day because time of a day is very important. It's been a pleasure, Mark. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.